New day, new you. Wake your ass. Only strong, strong, positive Monday through Friday. Fucking gratitude. Be mindful. You're listening to May I Elaborate? Daily wisdom from me, J.B. Smooth. Ha <laughs> Yeah. You know, sometimes in your life, you find yourself facing this question. Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> when is enough enough? Now, when you're young, it's easy. Someone else makes that decision for you. You're up late, fucking around in your bedroom with your sibling after your asses are supposed to be asleep. Lay the fuck down. Then all of a sudden, the two of you get into an argument that goes way too far. Now, the two of you dumbasses are up in the dark fighting, fucking wrestling, knocking shit down, breaking each other's favorite shit, holding the other person's hamster or goddamn guinea pig hostage and shit, and a little headlock and shit with little ass fucking arms. Listen, a minute ago, that hamster was just chilling, running around that little wheel, minding his own business. Now, he's caught up in your bullshit. Now, after a while, one of your parents comes into the room, angry as fuck, and yells, all right, that's enough. See that? That angry ass parent taught you a valuable lesson in that moment. You learn when shit is enough. That's where the term enough is enough came from. There's enough, and then there's enough is enough. And then enough is enough of the fucking enough. I just told you to stop fucking around. Now, the question is this. You take that enough is enough lesson with you when you get older. Is that something that's, that's part of your upbringing, part of your DNA? Enough is enough. Lesson when you get older. Are you still attached to that enough is enough? Do you know what enough is, is enough mean? Or do you, are you a person that keeps on going until the fucking guinea pig is, is, is asleep? Now, 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 you're a grown-ass person. And you're in a bar hanging out with your friends, drinking. You've had a few. No, you're right at your limit, Miles. And the bartender says, do you want another? Now you're smart enough in that moment to say, no, Mike, enough is enough. I'm going to take it in. They say shit like that when they had enough. They know they had enough. Yeah. Or do you have that drink followed by five more? Uh-uh. Followed by a big-ass bouncer coming over to tell you that you've had enough. Tap you on the shoulder. You've had enough, buddy. Look here, when someone has to come over and tap your shoulder and tell you you've had enough, you know you are at that enough is enough limit. Mm-hmm. So now you got this big ass bouncer telling you, look, pal, I think you've had enough. Followed by you telling him to go fuck himself. Followed by him telling you to go fuck yourself. It's not going to end well. It, 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 no, the shit don't end well. Once you start doing that back and forth, followed by him picking you up by the back of your pants, shaking the remainder of your tab off your person. See, you owe money. And, and then, Followed by him lifting your ass over his head, carrying you through the bar just as the pissy part of pissy drunk happens. Woo! <laughs> wow! Somebody leaking! Causing him to toss you into a, a waiting dumpster. The, the dumpster opened. He just tossed your goofy ass in that goddamn dumpster. And the next morning, as you wake up in the dumpster, just as a trash bag hits you in the fucking face, Sure enough, enough is a fucking enough. See that, Miles? <laughs> yeah. You had to go through all that to realize when enough is enough. He didn't have to, but I guess some people have to learn a lesson like that. 
You had to fucking learn that lesson. And, and guess who that, that man was who got thrown in that goddamn dumpster? The kid who held the hamster in the headlock. You goddamn right, Miles. Yeah, well, he got what he deserved because that was just wrong. This shit chased him. Enough is enough followed his ass to his adult life. Enough. Yeah, enough. Enough is right. Hi, Miles, and thanks for joining us for a new day of May I Elaborate Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. Every day we discuss a quote from a daily calendar to see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. Today's quote comes from the calendar, keep calm and carry on. Here's the quote. Hope is a good breakfast, but a bad supper. And that's by Sir Francis Bacon. Mm. Hope is a good breakfast, but a bad supper. Yeah. I get it. I got it already, Miles. I fucking got it. Sometimes they come quick. Okay, fast as hell, Miles. Okay, quick. What do they say, Miles? Quick, fast, and, and in a hurry. Well, let's do our break that way and come right back. Welcome back to May I Elaborate, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smoove. The quote we're looking at today is, Hope is a good breakfast, but a bad supper by Sir Francis Bacon. Mmm. Hope it's a good breakfast, but a bad supper. Woo-wee. First of all, we got to talk about this damn philosopher's name, Miles. I figured that. I figured that. How do you close your ears to that? Sir Francis Bacon. Mmm. Of course, a dude with the name Bacon has to do a quote about damn breakfast. Who the fuck did he hang out with, Miles? Uh, uh, Keish Lorraine and, and, and Harry Hash Brown? Those his buddies? <laughs> you know what I mean? His little circle of friends and shit on the same fucking plate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They on the same plate, Miles. The Keish? Yeah. And, and the Hash Brown and, and Sir Francis Bacon. Sunnyside Jackson. <laughs> Sunnyside Jackson. Ooh, Sunnyside Jackson. Where the fuck he been at? He sounds like that's like an old prize fighter. Yeah, Sunnyside. He yoke you. Yoke you up. I love it. <laughs> there you go. See? I did one of your things, Miles. Flapjack Brown. Hey, I love me some Flapjack Brown. God damn it. That dude had a punch on him, boy. Yeah. I can see Henry Hash Brown being a boxer, too. Ooh, I can see that, man. Quiche Lorraine was probably a French fighter. I bet he was French. Or she. Shit, you're right. Goddamn right. That's one of those names that goes back and forth, you know? Yeah. Quiche can be a, a, a male or a female or, or whoever. It's true. Now, now, here's a little lesson, history lesson, Miles. Now, back in the days, there were only two damn meals. There was breakfast and supper. It wasn't anybody's damn lunch, Miles. People didn't give a damn about lunch. Lunch came much later. Somebody made that shit up, Miles. Now, now, now here's the thing, Miles. There was no lunch because those motherfuckers were too busy working from dusk to dawn to worry about some goddamn middle-of-the-day fucking meal. Now, now, at night, people would come home from work tired as fuck, but also hungry as fuck, Miles. So they would always walk in the kitchen and say, sup, as in what's up, and the person whose job it was to make that meal would serve some supper. See, supper, supper. See that? That's where supper came from, Miles. And, and, and then their tired-ass motherfucker would go to sleep and, and, and fast until the morning. So you would fast until the morning. And then break the fast with breakfast and, and, and do that grueling-ass day all over again, Miles. It was a hard-ass life. How could one part of that be so made up and the other be so on the nose? It's on the nose all the time, Miles. Always on the fucking nose, Miles. Yeah. And don't get me started, Miles. Don't get me started on motherfucking snacks. They didn't know about no damn delicious late-night snacks. Sneaking down to the kitchen and eating that last piece of pie and shit. Don't even say pie calls your name. 
Pa calls your name. A lot of people know that Pa is talking shit. You land in fucking bed, mind your own goddamn business, trying to go to sleep, and, and all of a sudden that pa's are calling your fucking name. Yeah. Like, and they call your full fucking name. Your full ass name, that pa is calling your name, Miles. What if it calls out a name and it's not your name? You don't fucking answer. You stay in the fucking bed. You stay in the bed, it's not talking to you. Mind your business. Yeah, but why is it calling you that? That maybe it just made a mistake. Miles, Pa knows your name. You made the shit, or, or, or you or you purchased it from a from a from a pie maker. They know your name. They introduce yourself to, to the fucking pie before you put the shit in the fridge, before you have a slice of it. Hello, Pa. See? The pie said hello to you. Bye. Right. I didn't see an exchange of names there, but No, that's what happens. The pie, pie introduces you introduce yourself to the pie as out of respect for the fucking pie. Mm-hmm. Before you eat the shit. So with love and respect for them. Okay. People do that all the time, or you'll see that so naked and afraid. Yeah. They do that all the time. Some people who people who don't eat animals and, and now they're stuck on this goddamn island, uh, naked as hell in, in the wilderness, they say thank you to the lizard or, or the snake they're about to eat, or, or the bugs, or, or the grub. You ever have a grub, Miles? No. It's very different paying respect to a living thing that you're getting ready to eat and introducing yourself to a piece of pie that you put in the refrigerator. You do realize. Same thing, Miles. People take grubs and you know, they make a grub shish kebab. They, they put the grubs on a piece of stick and, and they toast that motherfucker over fire. You know that grubs were the original popcorn? Did, did not know that. I feel like I've heard about several different original popcorns from you. That's what confuses me about that, that company Grubhub. You order something and, and there's no grubs. No. Let's get back to the quote. Hope is good breakfast, but a bad supper. Now, you've already gotten into the quote. Hope is a good breakfast and a bad supper. I'm just not hearing about a lot of hope. Okay, here, here we go. The one thing those tired-ass people, working people knew, Miles, is don't eat a big-ass meal at night. Eat that shit in the morning. Eat a big-ass breakfast. You're going to need a, a, a fucking half-dozen scrambled eggs, man, and, and then a, another half-dozen boiled-ass eggs on the side, along with three pounds of goddamn bacon, a, a, a gallon of milk, Miles, a, a bushel of bananas, a bag of oranges, a loaf of toast with jelly and butter already on the shit. Miles, how come they don't, don't sell the toasted bread in the bag? You know what I mean? A loaf of toasted-ass bread, pre-toasted. Pre-toasted-ass, buttered-ass bread. Because it's a bit much, but... Why would it be much? It's the same shit. You're cooking the bread any fucking way. Just overcook the motherfucker and, and make it toast and put the shit in the same fucking bag with a little twisty tie to seal the shit up. Not going to argue with it. I'm going to argue with that breakfast. Oh, my goodness. And that's why people married at 12, had grandchildren at 17, and were dead by 21 with those meals. A lot of fucking food. And, and, and shit, you got to throw a hot, a hot-ass, big-ass pot of black coffee on that bitch. Of course. That's how they got through their grueling-ass day, Miles. How could you even begin to dream of digging a damn ditch, plowing the fields, or, or, or rustling up some goddamn cattle without a full belly of food? You know, you better have a full-ass stomach if you're going to rustle some goddamn cattle. But on the flip side, Miles, why would you eat a big-ass meal late at night? This is for everybody out there. Yeah. First of all, your bathroom wasn't even in your house, people. If you wanted to relieve yourself late at night, you would have to get dressed again, then go out the house to a fucking outhouse. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> and why would you want to do that? Especially since your ass is having fucking nightmares. You in there having fucking nightmares, Miles, over that fucking full belly full of food. And, and Miles, back then, those people had real ass life-altering nightmares. Real shit. Shit. While they were awake, they thought their neighbors were fucking witches. So who knows what the fuck they were dreaming about, Miles? Yeah, those are scary times. If you don't know a lot, then everything is scary to you. Miles, if you think stupid awake, what is going to happen while you're sleeping on a full-ass belly full of food? 
Yeah, that's a, that's an, a recipe for a nightmare. I've always heard that. Don't don't eat late at night. You'll have nightmares. You would think you have that much food in your belly, Miles. You would have dreams about uh, a buffet or some shit like that, or, or you're serving food to get that food out your stomach. Maybe you're serving people at a buffet. God damn, getting rid of food. Get rid of food. You're fucking full. You went to bed on a full ass belly. To me, you should have a dream about owning a buffet or some shit like that. And you're getting rid of that food. You're serving people with big ass spoons and shit. Well, look, you've talked about breakfast and you talked about supper. And I think somewhere in there, this idea that these these early pioneers, these early people knew that they needed to fuel up in the morning because there was so much to do. And I think of that waking up in the morning as hope. So the quote is, hope is a good breakfast, but a bad supper. And you said eating late at night is bad. It's bad for your health. It's bad for your dreams. How do you, how do you end this thing? Let me wrap this up for my people out here who are driving and walking and jogging and working out to this. Or, or, or who are sitting there waiting for this shit to fucking come on so they can get inspired, Miles. Here we go, people. When it comes to hope and eating, Right? We're basing this on the actual quote. You know, do it like they did it in the old days. You wake up in the morning full of hope. And, and Miles, we're a part of that sometimes. You know, people wake up in the morning uh, and need hope, and we give them hope sometimes. You know, they wake up full of hope, not full of shit. See? You wake up full of hope, not full of shit. You wake up full of shit, and it fucks your morning up. It fucks your morning up, and it fucks up your morning wood. Miles, oh, man. The last thing you want to do, I'm telling you, is scientifically proven, Miles. Mm -hmm. You wake up, uh, uh, you wake up in the morning, and you're full of shit. You fuck up your morning wood, Miles. Okay. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Shit. You go to sleep empty, ready to fill up in the morning. Fill your dreams up in the morning. Shit you got to accomplish in the morning to push you through the day. Don't fucking eat late at night. It's also also bad for your your diet and your digestion to eat all that fucking food. You know what people get, Miles? What? Acid reflux. Fuck me. Fuck me, man. It's bad. Woo! You get acid reflux. Yeah, middle of the night I've had woken up with that. You know why? Your body on an angle. You off balance. Think about a a, a skateboard uh, park and shit. Okay. You got to lay down in a position where the motherfucker can do a goddamn jump off your chest. Why am I doing that? What's the shit called, Miles? When you, when you roll up on that hill and, and you flip your body up and you grab that fucking skateboard like that and you twist your body like, bam! You twist your body a little bit. What's that called, Miles? I don't know. <laughs> shit. I don't know what that's called either, man. Yeah. It don't matter. I just want you to have acid reflux. That's, that's uncomfortable. Thanks for joining us in another okay. episode of May I Laugh, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. You feel I want to give a special thanks to Work and Publishing in. for letting us borrow from the calendar, keep calm, and carry on. As always, we hope you had a good time, maybe we even inspired along the way. Before you go, please leave us a comment. While you're at it, a great review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for leaving so many of your favorite quotes. Please continue to do so. We promise from time to time we'll pick a few and feature them on the show. Once again, I'm Miles, and he's... As a reflux. He's and, gonna and, keep and, you up at night. You, get, you try it and it starts to bubble in, in your it's like, it's almost like it's like it's like you're washing dishes in your stomach. That that's what it's like. Cause you get the bubbly and it comes out of your throat. You know? Jamie, turn around. Is the bouncer is tapping you on the shoulder. Hey, don't you touch me, fuck face. You the fuck face.
This has been a Team Coco production. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.